Oh. 18 seconds ago. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Hit that button. Recording live from the Haley Sisters Memorial Studios, straight out of lovely Elmont, Ontario, it's time for This Death Clock Has 60 Minutes, your unofficial Warma Horbs news broadcast. It's 8 p.m. Wednesday night, the beers are cold, the news is fresh, and the death clock starts now. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the death clock. It's 8 o'clock. It is. This is our... Third podcast in a row. This is weird. It's like we're. It's like we <laughs> it's know like we're an actual podcast. It's like, well, uh, no, most podcasts. <laughs> most podcasts is like good month long breaks in between half of the podcast, <laughs> and and know what they're talking about. Yeah, and they know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I would argue. Uh, yes, we, you would. Yeah, <laughs> I would argue constantly, I'm and that surprised. is what you're probably going to do with us later on tonight. <laughs> yes, uh, that we have all been playing long enough to at least know what we're talking about. I would argue that we've been playing we, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I would not, agree. No, I agree. <laughs> we may yeah. not be highly yes. skilled, but I think we have gotten to the place where we can identify such skill. I I I believe that we can identify <laughs> the skill in other players. Yes. as they whip our That's asses. That's a skilled player, right that there. Is a he skilled, just me. <laughs> that that is a skilled. It well, has nothing to do with my lack of skill. I, I would say there's a difference between someone doing something skilled that top of twos you and someone just exploiting a stupidity that you have done or exploiting a broken i don't think thing. there's anything wrong with tuna specifically <laughs> 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 i was not specifically speaking of tuna. i was All holy right. shit Let, let's get the, let's go back to let's rewind welcome to tonight's podcast it is a three-man cra we it's a CRA and not a CMA because we're because we to spew crap over the the airwaves. That's a long right. yeah. way away. That's if this was a live show, if this yeah. was a live Local. show, and yeah. uh, this is a three man CRA because we're going to spew garbage at you. It's just the three yeah. of us tonight. Just yeah. the three of us. Ooh. You and I. Um, what we're going <laughs> to do I. is uh, we're going to talk about a few of the things that have been uh, on our minds. It's going to be like a normal podcast instead of the interview style podcast we normally do. Oh, and this of course fills up the time. Uh, so that we get a podcast in a week, and then next week we'll yep. be painting with James Craig. I thought oh, next we, week was a. I thought game. we were death clocking or um, death matching next week. Are yeah. we death matching next week? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh dang! So death match, and, and then, then the painting. week after painting with James Craig. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you haven't been part of the three man CMA before, what we out three CRA? I'm gonna change right. it up. Over <laughs> over. <laughs> it have, is what it is. If you haven't been part of this before, what we're gonna do is we build up the audiences. We'll ask for your questions, and we're yep. gonna we're gonna Jason and I are gonna talk about things that we agree on, and then George is gonna argue yep, with us. That's, that's pretty much that's, how it goes every that's time. How that goes. Yeah. <laughs> that goes. I better introduce my two co-hosts before we get started. First, on my left, your right, the one and only Maelstrom. Jason Nichols. Hey, how's it going, everybody? The Ringo to my star. <laughs> I do love living in an octopus's garden. It's true. It's yeah. true. We're going to talk a bit about you, the games that you have played uh, recently uh, in a second because they're so okay. various and <laughs> yeah. deep. Can you, can you so many. Them all? So, yeah. So yeah, many. Rough. We'll talk about those rough. in a second, but yeah. first I need to introduce the other one. The, the, <laughs> the other I'm one. The other one. The other one. <laughs> The man on my left, your right, the one and only semi-auto magic, George the Schweitzer. The other Hello, one. The other I'm guy. The other one. <laughs> the other one that loads into my car to go to game night from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, George, you actually got some games in this week. Yes, I did. Yeah, like I three of them? I got three games. Oh, dang. You better slow down. Yeah, you're going to you're end up getting good or something. I, whip, I whipped my <laughs> cock out, slapped it on the table. Oh, oh Jesus God. Beat people with it. <sighs> yeah, you, you did. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Uh, Give me nothing with the cock jokes because because we've heard we've them. Been doing it for three all of years. them. Three years. <laughs> three. I've been dealing with them. Yeah, oh yeah, for since longer. Yeah. The first game we ever <laughs> played. Um, yeah, didn't wasn't your first game against Aurora? I played Convergence for my first couple of games. Oh, okay. That I, was I, I, that was my introduction to War wow. Machine. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> actually, my very first games were battle box games with the Merc. Oh, uh, yes. With, uh, it wasn't Osram. It was uh, no, Grundback. Yeah, it was Gundren. I think. Gun, Gundren. Gun, Gurn, Gurn, whatever his name is. The other one. Gorton? Gorton, yes. Gorton, Gorton oh, Grundback. Gorton. Because I had 
the, the Gorton battle over. box that I had assembled. Because it, it's yep. like, it was Gorton and three little guys, uh, three of the <laughs> gun bunnies, and the drill guy. Right. Um, the driller. Yep. It was good. It's <laughs> literally a driller. It was. It's a wow. good. And, and that I loved that battle box because you can throw a wall down in the middle of the table, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Wait, at, a at a battle box, box level, game. That, that's yeah. pretty broke. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw a wall Placeable here and wall. shoot all your sure. stuff. And George, so George <laughs> yeah, and I, George played me. We, so we're actually gonna talk about demo games tonight. So this is a yeah, good little a good intro little to that. Um, so what was funny about that game is that was George's introduction to me. I slapped a wall down in the middle of the table, and he went an entire round where nothing could hit me. Because that was when it was battle box. You didn't have backup card. You didn't have like yeah. We yeah. were just doing oh no. We had backup card obviously because I was able to cast oh, yeah. a wall in the middle of the table. Yeah. Yeah. You were doing but things. but you missed for an entire round, and then you were like, yeah, well, um, just so you know, I'm not going to be nice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that sounds good. So anyway, uh, what we're going to talk about tonight, one of our first topics is we're going to talk about doing demo games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we're starting to de- to identify. Um, and well, I think Jason, you've identified it more than than the rest of uh, us. Yeah, well, it just seems to be an issue, just because I'm being <laughs> I'm being forced into playing a lot of the same faction by mm. the same like two or three people. Right. Um, and uh, in in all fairness, we've had two new players join the meta, and have. they both play the same faction, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which may be part of the problem. Might be. Might be. So, what is the problem that you that you're sort of harboring over your your Considering, are we going? Do you want to talk about game? Your guys' games well, first I guess or? we should talk about games first. But yeah. what, what is that? What is that problem? Uh, the the problem is a lack of new people entering the meta. <laughs> the, the, this meta specifically, and I've heard other metas. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also summer, so mm-hmm. that always causes a hit in attendance. Everybody's out surfing, wearing but, their bikinis, yeah, but playing I, I, ukuleles, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stairway to heaven or something. Yep. Um, but I've, I, I started seeing the problem before summer hit, mm-hmm. um, as far back really as the introduction of not so much the introduction of Mark three, but as, as subsequent weeks, um, maybe with the oncoming of CID. And my feeling is, and we'll discuss this later on tonight, that yeah. it may also be a direct reflection of the loss of the PG program. Yes. Yep. But um, before we do that, I'm going to go over to George. George, you got three games in this week. Yes. Um, you've been playing a new caster. Yes, I have picked up Locke, mm-hmm. um, and I'm playing her in Convergence because I don't own any Crucible Guard models. And at this point, I don't really plan to. Mm-hmm. Crucible Guard doesn't really hold the um, hold the interest for me that... Mm-hmm. Uh, Convergence does as a, as a tiny faction. Um, I'm vaguely interested in Infernals, and you have all of my Grimkin. So it's not like I'm not, uh, you know, bullish on these little factions. But yeah, uh, yeah, just no real interest in in mm-hmm. the uh, in the Crucible Guard. So Pseudobite has called you out saying that Locke is completely broken and is. <laughs> Fair and balanced. Uh, How the well, hell did this get through any level of CID whatsoever? <laughs> well, my assumption is that how it got through CID is all the Convergence players got together because there's only like seven of us. <laughs> and we all said, okay, don't tell them that Locke is broken. <laughs> you're, you're, you're what, so, so what you're admitting is is that you the and the other seven. Facebook group. You and Watts. Watts is the other. Yeah, big Watt you and Watts <laughs> sat on the Discord channel and we're like, we're like okay, everybody just. Nobody sh- tell them. Just, just write in saying, oh, this Locke okay. isn't good enough. Here's yeah. the ten reasons why Locke needs more <laughs> power. No, uh, to be fair, Locke does have a lot of bad matchups. Because Locke is working within Convergence, and Convergence has bad matches. Right. And all the all the problems with Convergence are still there, but Locke magnifies the good things about Convergence. Mm-hmm. So where it was going to be an okay matchup before, Locke makes it a very good matchup. Okay. And nice. where it was a almost impossible matchup before, Locke gives you a chance. Gives you the 50-50. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Just to start off on this foot, what do you think a bad matchup is for convergence? What is the what is the for recipe uh, for lock specifically? Weapon masters with boxes. Okay. Like multi multi box weapon masters. So those it could be bags five and can champions. Be, yeah, five, five, eight, whatever. Doesn't matter as long as there's more than say two. Now, does it have to be specifically weapon masters or just high pow? Uh, it could be high pow, but the thing that you normally see. A lot of is um, 
weapon master like the way to get a lot of high power attacks is weapon master right that's how you get units of lots of are there high many power multi-box weapon masters though like uh, and champs are the only ones that i can think of uh, right off the top of my head champs um demo core under a couple of people um right uh, it doesn't have to. They don't multi have to box. Technically be yeah. weapon masters. Okay. I just mean you just multi multi box infantry that can hit hard with, with hard hitting. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, so yeah, beasts like a, but so a decent if size. If you had beast a list. whole mess of beasts, yeah, it, yeah, it could be problematic. Okay. So Kador. like an Abbey two. Uh, yes, but I'm not as scared of Abbey two. Okay. Because Abbey two has to concentrate power into right. a few beasts. Where right, and where mag and primal terrors probably just they spread it out a lot. Right. Like the the problem with lock into that type of list is that you can kill fifty percent of it, and you get to pick the fifty percent, but then the other fifty percent kills you. Okay. Whereas with something like um, Abby Two, because you get to pick the fifty percent you kill, you can kill the stuff that's going to kill you back. Right, right. right? That's that's the big difference. Any, um, any and I also say count? that probably a large uh, large recursion would probably uh, heavy hitting with uh, large recursion. Large recursion is like if I've got as bad because uh, of the distance she can deliver her jacks. So okay. she just needs yeah. to make a hole. Um, most recurring troops are small based. So you can trample over them. You can right. get you can get in there. That's, that's a good point. That's what I'm not as worried about that. Now, re- reoccurring weapon masters, yes, are bad. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, as that's I said, what I was thinking. I was thinking more like hammer dwarves with the two siege engines. Yes, and being that able could to pop be problematic. Back around, but I don't think the siege engines are around long enough for the recursion to matter. Really interesting. Oh well, because most of the time you so, can't even get to them, and they're yeah. But the the thing. So let's go into why lock specifically is good. Um, her paired with a prime axiom mm-hmm. um, gives you about a, a twenty-eight inch threat uh, um, for uh, for like second turn. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so what what the the combination of things here is that um, she has red line, which you can put on a colossal, giving it plus two speed and strength. Um, she has jackhammer which allows you to make attacks after the Colossal has run. And she has Engine of Destruction. And Engine of Destruction is plus two um, mat, speed, and strength on the caster. Do you get plus four speed? Are those up? Like, can you stack those? No, the speed okay. from the caster does not get transferred. Oh, okay. Uh, it's only mat and rat that come from the caster. But oh. what that means is you have a mat nine... Um, prime axiom with the ability to to make uh five uh strikes at pow 23 Mm. and that puts a lot of things in the dirt so if you are not playing your if there is any way for that model to get to uh something like a siege engine it's just going to dissipate because even armor 20 um See, I think they're twenty, or are they nineteen? Uh, I think they're twenty, but yeah, yeah they're, they're I think you, I think you're plus three. Yeah, and her feet is a um, uh, is a purification. Okay, uh, along with extra stuff. So what well, that doesn't would, really affect Mercs, Mucks, but um, well, not not necessarily Mercs, but there are a lot of things like in my game against Connor, uh, a, a normally arm twenty five Stormwall that you'd be just complaining the fuck about. You wander up and you f- and you feed off or you feed off all the. Uh, bonuses, it drops it back to armor 20 and you're punching up dice plus 3. Mm-hmm. If instead of needing to move the 14 inches with the run and then threading another 2 for 16, if you if they're within 12, you can actually charge with red line, get the 5 attacks with the prime axiom first, and then have um, the caster go and if you don't need engine of destruction, like you're attacking a prime axiom or, or a, a, a storm wall or a battle engine or something mm-hmm. that's usually going to be death ten, if you don't need the the plus three to hit, then uh, what you can do is she can jackhammer seven times instead of five because she doesn't need to cast engine of destruction, and because she's a resourceful caster, she doesn't have to upkeep. Uh, the spells, so she doesn't have that that tax of minus two or three at the beginning. 
Now, I'm not as I said, she's not, it's not like she's invulnerable or oh, anything. Oh, I'm not even. But her I'm threat extension yeah. is so severe that you the usual things you would do, it's like, oh, I lost four or five guys to the 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 oncoming shots and sure he cleared some stuff out of the way, but I'm just gonna recur all that shit back. And then she shoots those out of the way and then the, the prime axiom charges in and kills the thing that was gonna recur them. Right. Like that's that is the type of problem she exhibits. And what she can do is she can charge in that prime axiom with redline and then move redline to the inverter, uh, which is a heavy jack with a knockdown that suddenly also has a massive long threat range. Right. I mean, it's. A, it, I guess. I guess my question is: Is it fun? Oh, to play? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. she seems uh, like a lot of fun. To play against? Uh, I don't know as much. Um, I've only played against her once, and it was extremely fun for me because I <laughs> knew I had all the pieces except Locke sitting at home to play the list. Right. Also, you were getting to play against Evan from Arcane Assist. Yeah, who and playing will against just Evan. Show you how that works. Yeah, and playing <laughs> against Evan is always a lot of fun. Yeah. So. I had fun playing against Locke. Yes. I don't know if other people have had fun <laughs> playing I'm against Locke with me. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, I think it'll it. be interesting. I think they, I mean, I don't have any solution for it. I mean, I'm sure there's a. Hi, combat I'm sure there's a fun. Hello. I'm sure there's a fun Grimkin solution that involves a whole lot of Nay Slayers. I, I <laughs> well, I would say in Grimkin Nay Slayers and. Um, skin and moans, but you have to feed the skin and moans somehow. Maybe Hollow Men. Oh, I think yeah, you 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 literally use the Hollow Men to. To move everything up, and then Nayslayers come in and save the day, hopefully. Because um, we, as we've learned, like four Nayslayers can take down a Prime Axiom somehow. Yeah. That it's the craziest <laughs> thing ever. Um, um, one one thing I will point out is that she is relatively safe into rangeless as mm-hmm. well because Destruction Initiative gives you uh, twenty shield guards. <laughs> out of the box um, w- without making any more from the Prime Axiom. As long as you can fit those 20 within, like, what, three inches? Well, something. the thing is, <laughs> you hide her behind, say, a Prime Axiom or something, yeah. so you can only get a couple of shots on the caster, yeah. and then you shield guard those. Uh, I played into Sloan. Uh, Connor, Connor played Sloan, and he feeded top of two, yeah. and I think killed all but, like, four of my shield guards, or three of my shield guards. Right. Like, he... If he well, had I mean, a Sloan feat, will do that. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it in any other list, that Sloan feat would have just mm. torn me a new asshole. The entire, yeah. Yeah, I would have had probably nothing left. Yeah, it's only because I was playing Destruction Initiative that I was even able to play into that list. Cool. All right. You uh, got a game, didn't you? Well, I did. I got a game in, uh, and it was it was awesome. Yeah. One of the things that uh, so. Um, I'm blanking all of a sudden on <laughs> Jesse's name. Jesse's name. That's it. Thank <laughs> you. I had Justin in my head for some Good reason. Good thing Jesse doesn't listen to uh, the that's podcast. That's all right. I mean, Jesse will forgive <laughs> I me. wouldn't listen to this podcast. Um, so uh, one of the things that was interesting about that game is Jesse is taking a break from the game. Oh, yeah, is after, he? After yeah. This weekend he's for exactly the reason that I just finished my break from the game, okay. which is... He's uh, traveling a lot and has no chance to play? Traveling is part <laughs> of it. No, no, traveling is part of it. But, uh, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll fess up. One of the other reasons I'm t- I was taking a break from the game is I found we were just so focused on competitive, perfect yep. play that I would go to pub night and I would end up frustrated. Right. And I was working really hard to enjoy the game. And yeah. I don't feel like I need to work to <laughs> enjoy my hobby. To, no. So uh, part of my goal with taking my break was to have some time to sort of like breathe and hope that when I came back to it, it would be a little bit more fun. And one of the things that we discussed right from the get-go was let's be open as we can be, help each other out, don't try to hide crap. And um, Jesse's a really clean player and knows and and he knows his rules. Yep. So um, you're never in that situation. Like he's helping you by correcting your mistakes. And not in an aggressive way, like, oh, yeah. you can't do that. Oh, ha, ha, I win the game. Yeah. It's more along the lines of, you know, more of the, the gentleman's agreement to yeah. try to help each other through a game. And uh, what the result was, it was a really grindy game. Uh, yeah. He played Animag with, uh, in Primal Terrors with all the dudes. Some hell right mouths. And, and a couple of hell mouths. Did he have I, the birds? 
Uh, and he did not no, have the he birds. Just swapped no. out the birds. Okay. Yeah, so his um, list was very much like yours. Okay. So and and I had uh, I had my child list, my child beat stick list, which is like mm. three skin yeah, and bones. Yeah, that's like going to be a grindy game. Cage Ranger. So <laughs> yeah. he had a lot of meat to get through. I had a lot of meat yeah, to get through. There's a lot of meat on both sides. And there. two things that happened to me is I couldn't. I, I I screwed up by leaving a skin and bones. I thought I had it jammed enough, but he oh. cleared enough stuff to get a skin and bones dragged in early. Which Ooh. allowed him to kill everything, yeah. um, but I was, you know, like for me, my victory conditions, uh, my personal victory conditions were to use all my arcana and use it effectively, which yeah. you nice. did a meaningful use of my arcana. Yeah, um, and I chose three arcana that he looked at. It was like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, these are the three I didn't <laughs> want. That's um, always a good feeling, right? Yeah. When yeah. you're like, you're picking something in a vacuum, <laughs> and then you you pull it out, and your opponent's like, ah. Oh, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to say which ones you picked. It was, was pandemonium. Like, yeah, that's, that's exactly it's pandemonium, the maze one, the one that does minus two speed, minus two speed and then yeah. child's arcana. Uh, unfortunately, child's arcana, which usually is a great arcana, is that the all fall down one? No, that's no, the it's the plus one streamer. focus to everything. Right. Or f- uh, sorry, fury. Yeah. Um, and it was the only one that was ineffective, and the only reason why it was ineffective was because by the time third round came up. He had figured out a way to take out most of my beasts at that mm. point and then had a relatively easy time clearing the board. Okay. Um, and it was, you know, and I, I, I totally not mistakes made on my part, totally no mistakes made on his part. Mm-hmm. It, it's a solid matchup, and I think yep. if we played it ten times over, it would always be a grindy game. Yes. And, if, and I think we would go back and forth on it a little bit. It was a great game. Yep. But part of uh, that leads into the second discussion that we're going to have tonight um, is how to have... Uh, meaningful games and, and come up with some different ways to make the game fun for people who are not necessarily there to have a competitive game. Yeah. Um, who are there to? Th- th- you mentioned this the other night that, uh, or maybe it was you, George, that uh, our friends at Out of the Box, uh, said that there is you know what seventy people he said that regularly come in and buy War Machine. Uh, yeah, Dan said there was uh, between fifty and sixty people who regularly come in to buy models. To buy yeah. models. Now think about this for a second. Fifty yeah. to sixty people that buy models. Yeah. Now from our local meta, we have an average of twenty people that go to tournaments. Yes. So that means just it out of the box, and we're talking about people that go to FDB, people that go to Wizards Tower, people yeah. that go to other places to buy their models. Mm-hmm come to they don't all go to out of the box they should but they don't yeah they that out of that pool of say let's say each one of those stores has another 30 to 40 people that buy war machine models regularly we're getting an average of about 20 people local people at a tournament and then maybe five others from outside of the region that would buy from a different store that means that two-thirds of the local war machine community at least two-thirds of the local war machine community are not tournament oriented players. Uh, that or is, or even game night players. So I I would say that is incorrect. Okay. I would say a better w- way to say it is that one tenth of the people, mm-hmm. approximately, that are buying War Machine models are maybe people who will play in a store. Right. That's fine. I would say less than half of that are tournament players. Okay, and that's perfect. That's perfect. Like, so uh, e- either way, that we're in agreement. Oh, you're, you're, oh, absolutely. You're coming up with a fundamental but, number, but, but the I number. Wanna, but I want to impress on you how big the number of people playing in basements and never darkening the door yep. of a store is, because um, the last tally we did in Ottawa. Now this was almost four years ago. Now. Um, we managed to drag up a number which was about 350 mm-hmm. basement players. And that's great. And so we were seeing, like, as I said, about a tenth of that at a store. So the first thing that we're trying to, s- we're, we're trying to come up with is, is ways to get those basement players out. Yeah. Um, and I think part of the intimidation of the store, we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. I think, in depth. And, I, 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 and this is contentious. I'm not going to lie to you guys. We're, it, I'm, I'm sure we'll have different opinions on, how, on this. But I think as tournament players, we don't feel like going to the game store and playing a game with a random dude is a scary thing because we're used to going to a tournament playing against a random dude. Mm -hmm. Um, People who play in their basements against one or two buddies every week often are intimidated by going to the store. And I think part and let's discuss about why why the store is intimidating. One, we're nerds. 
and we don't want to leave the darkness of our basements. <laughs> Let's leave that as an as a side excuse, <laughs> as as an assumption, as yeah. an we, assumption. We all we call that the baseline. Like, hey, we spend we spend an hour in your basement once a week. Um, <laughs> So, Jason, let's. I mean, let's let. Why don't you weigh in? What is it that is intimidating? What What are the things about the store experience that may be keeping people from Uh, going? There, I think that's a. There's multiple answers to that. One of them is probably meeting new people is hard sometimes. It's very hard. Um, Getting, especially when you're used to playing the same group of two or three people. I would think getting out to a store where there's probably eight to ten people just sitting around playing games and being, you walk in and have to be like, hey, I also play War Machine. Does somebody want to play a game? I think that takes a lot of courage for somebody who's not used to doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I still, when I go to tournaments, get antsy because I don't know who I'm going to get paired up against. And I don't know this person. And it's, it's weird. Um, well, and that kind of goes with their basement assumption. That's yeah, like that, for sure. that, that intimidation of walking through the yep. door. Yep. Um, and fortunately, 99% of the time, those opponents turn out to be amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get over that. I find before list selection even happens, you get over that hump. Um, another factor is probably um, sometimes game stores are too far out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good. Absolutely. A thing. Um, you don't have the free time to drive half an hour to an hour, uh, play a two-hour game, and then drive another half hour to an hour home. It's a huge time investment. Um, also, maybe something else that goes along with that time investment is maybe you enjoy the game as a strictly beer and pretzels kind of game, and maybe you've heard that the local store people are more into practicing for tournaments, running net deck lists, and just not so much worried about the fun as the learning aspect of the game. And I think that that is, um, I think that that's kind of where I want to go. Now, that may not be 100% true. It may not. But I think a lot of people who are sitting in their basements that are not hardcore War Machine players, that may be the impression you get cuz yeah. i'm sure that the you know you're a decent player but you know you you played for a long time you're not going to get the rules wrong but you go sit down at your table for the first time you pull out your i don't know your finally thrown together list yeah and it's it you know you have probably just yeah. enough models no, y- to your cover. list of whatever i own yeah yes. or or maybe you've got more but this is the one that you enjoy playing yeah. and the guy that you sit down across from he's like a really nice dude but the first thing he says to you is oh i'm practicing for the tournament next month so i'm going to play one of my two my pairing what do you want to fit you know like the, the that Which, yeah that line especially if you're a beer and pretzels player can be kind of like womp womp like yeah. it, it can kind of take the steam out of you. Now I'm not saying that happens, and I'm not saying it happens all the time, but I know it ha- it happens. Like oh, it, does. it absolutely <laughs> yeah. happens. I'm not saying it happens, but it, it does. I'm happen. not saying it happens all the time, but it does. It definitely does not happen all the time, but it does happen, especially uh, just before a big event in your area. Yeah. yeah. I know that uh, because we have the Invitational coming up this week at the game store. This week there were a lot of people playing what they want to take to the Invitational. Yep. Um, I would say some of those lists were net decked lists, and others were very not. Let's not use the word net decked. Competitive, competitive, I think, is a better because yes. I mean, a lot of us model our lists off of other competitive lists, but they're not necessarily For exactly. Sure. I copy mine. You d- you model do net deck, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was as uh, as I was being killed because I didn't need to do anything except write down uh, how many boxes Evan took away from my models. <laughs> I was uh, building his <laughs> list in War Room on my phone so that when I got home, I could play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess you know, that's one of the things we want to address. So a couple of the things that I think that is slowing down meta growth. Mm. One is there's no longer an incentive to join the Ottawa Gatineau War Machine Club the way there used to be. Mm-hmm. Which I think has slowed down the amount of new people that are joining it in order to get their price reduction. Yes. Because I think everybody, I mean... You would walk into the game store. You'd stand beside another dude paying for his War Machine models. And He'd you're like, get in the club. It's cheap. Yeah, which got you to sign up to the Facebook page, got you to go to the website, mm-hmm. got you the card, and suddenly you knew about local events. And you were. F- I don't feel like our Facebook page 
um, the, the, our local meta Facebook page has grown as much in the last couple of years as it used to. I think mm-hmm. we used to get influx. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an admin, yeah. so I don't know what the numbers are. They're but they're about the same. Okay, yeah. I don't see I don't really see as many much. new I don't see as many new faces no. on it as we used to. I guess no. is or, or commenting and that kind of thing. Maybe that's it. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe losing the incentive to join the club um, has stopped new people from joining the club at the rate that they used to. And I think, th- and I'm going to address this straight up. I, I did it earlier in the program. Um, I think the loss of the PG program is hurting us more than we think. Yeah. I think having regular demos, having uh, a core group of four or five guys who are super excited and always pushing for more and more and more and more and more is really starting to show in the community. I think it's becoming apparent what absolutely what the PG program what brought to the table. Can I tell you why we don't see the all the new people? Sure. It's because I stopped getting new people. <laughs> No, no, I like I so well that lays it down. We're yes. done here. No, okay, no. well then, let's be. Br- I want to be brutally honest about this. So, I used to arrange for myself or someone else to go to uh, four cons in Ottawa a year. Mm. Um, so myself or somebody else went to those, represented the club, uh, did demo games, all that kind of fun stuff, interacted with the community. Um, we used to do uh, one demo day every month at one, each one of the stores. Um, I didn't do those personally, but when you're right, when we had the PGs, we would each of the PGs would take, Somebody a, would take a, the initiative. A, a week and do that. Um, along with that, we were running two uh, events a month. We were running one casual event and one uh, tournament event. So we'd be running a summer rampage or a journeyman uh, tournament or a slow grow or whatever. Uh, and then along with that, we'd be running the 75-point steamrollers. Um, so what we were doing is we were providing two different outlets for two different styles of people. And then we were getting these influxes of people either uh, monthly or every uh, two to three months for each con- convention. And what happened is that I stopped doing all those things. And that's for various reasons. Some personal, some more public, like the the PG system. Um, And when I stopped doing those things, we stopped having new players. And it made me sad, but I did not have the resources well, or I, time to train other people to be able to but do But I that. think the reason why you had to stop, and, and yes, there's personal reasons as well, but the biggest reason you, you had to stop was you didn't have other people to do it with you. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you didn't have the resources so of another four or I five I could PGs. have made the effort to generate more people. Like, yeah, but so like what Connor I'm trying to say... has started setting up at the Wizard's Tower, um, but it's something that I, I didn't do. Um, and because, and this is where the, the big, the big thing about the PG program, where that would have been something that was identified by the quartermaster and he would have either talked to me or gotten the other PGs to jump into those spots because we don't have that program around. There was nobody's two second guess. Well, and that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, 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 what I'm trying to say is I don't, I think you're taking, you're taking it very on on yourself but the reality is is that part of the reason why you had to stop and a lot of other people too had to stop is you didn't have the support network to do it anymore mm-hmm. you didn't have the incentives to encourage other people to go out and help you do these programs with and you and you're not the only one i mean yeah. th- there's other people there's people that were part of the pg program that just straight up are doing something else now because they didn't have the they don't have the incentive to help build a community. What the point of this conversation uh-huh. is not to say yeah. this is what this is what we did and this is what happened. The yeah. point of this is to say how do we how do we help grow the community once again? Yeah. And what things do we need to bring back to do it because the reality is um, I don't think we're gonna. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna be the doom and gloomer. Oh, well, never. Nobody will play War Machine <laughs> ever again. Oh, we are getting new people. Oh, I think we're getting game. tons of new people. It's I just think we need to. Uh, churn is 
is a big thing. Yeah. And I, we need to get even more. We're starting to see our core group start to burn out. Yeah. And, and that, that happens, happens, and it's not being replaced by a new core group. So, Jason, yeah. over to you. You're going to do some stuff in this community to help yeah. try to get us get, yeah. get, thing, get things churning again. Yeah, I mean, a couple other guys from the, the local community are working to, between the two stores that are available to us and close, uh, bring back demo days. Uh, so we're looking at doing demo days once a month. Um, there's a possibility of doing demo days maybe with other game systems to help bring more people in. Um, sort of like a, uh, I don't want to say yard sale, but like a, like a ex- expedition, not expedition. An expo? Yeah. Like a little bit. <laughs> not yeah, kind of. Um, what is it when they play a game to show things off and not as part of the series? exposition it doesn't matter uh, <laughs> there's a there's, there's a, a word for, for it that. yes um so i've been talking with uh specifically uh dan who owns out of the box uh and is a fantastic guy cares just as much about the community as any of us do um not only because it's his livelihood but he actually loves games he loves having the people in his store um we're thinking about setting up um several <laughs> tables uh, one with a demo of Warhammer, one with Age of Sigmar, one with Necromunda, uh, one with War Machine, of course, um, just to bring in a lot of different people. Doing just War Machine demos will bring in a few people for sure, uh, but doing one of every game system will bring in, I think, a lot more people in general and will generate interest among not just War Machine or Warhammer, but uh, among a, a variety of games um, because you get to see those other systems in action. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons that uh, doing those at cons is also really good. Exactly. It's because there's a lot of people there who are like-minded, who are there for something else, and they'll yeah. see... They see War Machine, they're like, ooh, what's that one? Well, and if all the demo games last, say, 20 minutes... Exactly. That means yep. you can go play three or four different demo games That's in an right. afternoon. Yep. Um, so we're, we're looking at doing that. We're looking at doing not just typical steamrollers or champs events, uh, but maybe some uh, different, different, just different style, uh, maybe some Company of Iron, uh, some Caster Draft. And if you haven't played Caster Draft yet, oh my God, so please good. do. Oh, my God, August it's hilarious. August 15th, I want to say. There's one at Wizards it's Tower. It's the Wizards Tower one that, yeah. uh, that I'm really hoping I can go to because yeah. it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we'll and be setting Convergence up. And Convergence is fucking broken in that. <laughs> We'll be setting up one out of the box shortly after that as well. Uh, so we're looking at alternating between uh, serious events like champs and um, and masters tournaments, maybe even a couple three-man tournaments or something. Ooh, um, team tournaments. Team tournaments uh, between stores. So one month. Uh, uh, sorry, 12th of August. Yeah. So one month there's uh, a fun, silly event at one of the stores, and the same month there's maybe a competitive event at a different store. So just alternating between stores and having at least one fun event every month uh, where maybe the, the people who are the, the just play with a couple friends players will maybe get the incentive to come out and try something different that's not just I'm going to push your shit in with this uh, list I found on Discount Games. And the point of this podcast has always been um, we at our core, I mean, the reason why we started doing this in the first place is because George and I were trying to figure out how to play this damn game. Yeah. <laughs> um, we at our that core, stopped. <laughs> we at our, we are, we at our core are always, um, oh, and one players. We are yeah. fun bracket. We <laughs> yeah. like going to tournaments to hang out with our friends. Exactly. We're not going to push some people's poop in. Nope. But, um, we're going to have, well, maybe George. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you guys build me up for this reputation. <laughs> uh, that's because well we play against you. Um, <laughs> oh come on! I had I had a guy on the ropes on Monday, and I turned around and said, "Okay, let's just reset this and move your caster back there." Oh, because because it was his first game. It was <laughs> in five months. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I, I was talking so rather than just killing you top of two and moving on to the next opponent. I was t- I was talking to his brother, <laughs> and I turned around, and looked back, and I'm like, "Oh crap! I win the game." So let's let's <laughs> talk about how your turn can be a little bit different. Um, <laughs> so that that's and that I think is is exactly what we need to keep trying to do. I want to try to encourage the rest of the community. I don't know how many uh, uh, how much of the community listens to the Moose Machine podcast. I hope yeah. it's a, I hope I I like in my. 
my little uh, lizard brain to think it's a lot of people, but it's what it's, it's a few. People. What I would really love is some people who are listening to us that are not part of the OGWC. Um, don't even, don't even, you don't even need the pressure of joining the Ottawa Facebook group. That's but so if full you of pressure. Can, but if you can <laughs> hear us, post on like our Facebook or message our Facebook. Because we would love to get some people who are only playing in their basement out. And we would love to have events that cater to you guys because yeah. you're out there and we just have no idea what you want. Do you guys want literally us to set up a pub league where you can go to your local pub and play games against your buddies and we rank everybody all over the city? Or, or do we not rank at all? No, that, no, that but what I mean yeah, is... ranking. <laughs> Well, no, the ranking is so that you can see yourself against other people and see all the other people playing at all the other pubs. It's not because, you know, you need to be the best. Or well, it, so so I think the the main thing is is that we want to we're, – we're throwing it out there that if you want to just come out and play games with us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're happy to play games. I'm trying to come back at War Machine with a fresh attitude that I am no longer here to do anything other than have fun games with my buddies. And that's that's uh, part of that is yeah. playing against new opponents that surprise and do cool, fun things that are not just the uh, same dudes. And sometimes all it takes is one player. Yep. Sometimes all it takes is one player in your local meta whose absolute ridiculous positivity and optimism kind of changes the way things have been running. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Hool, you son of a bitch. <laughs> hey. I just wish he wouldn't play Kador. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, nobody's perfect, right? <laughs> uh, you, you say that, but I'm going to... I'm gonna like lend him all of my Kador just so yeah. he has a million models. Fuck you guys! Over. Yeah, it, but it's contagious. I mean, I've been talking to uh, Alad, who used to be one of our group's most competitive players. Yeah, has in the last month completely revamped his look on the game and been like, you know what, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, the the object of the game is to have fun. The yeah. goal may be to win. Yeah, but the object of the game is to have fun. That's what. That's how we feel. There are, of course, oh, hey. players out there. Hey, and I'm not downgrading. I mean, we've been. Nope. T- we talk about competitive play all the time. We do for sure. There are de- there is a time and place for it. Yep. My, my the reality is, I think as uh, as a, at least uh, two of us, if not all three of us, agree that longevity in this game is going to come from us having fun with it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. uh, that's why that's the whole topic. Conversation. Always remember yeah. that. Um, what is fun for some people may not be fun for you, and that's okay. Yeah, yes. it's okay. If, We're not telling you to play differently. If, We're if, just uh, if your fun is beating the other guy every time, there are bits of this game that are great for that. Yeah. If your fun is the narrative of a uh, crabjack wandering over and <laughs> Tearing a Signar uh, Jack's arm off. We that, had one of those. That's awesome. It, it's not the chosen. It's the other the the uh, the, the pickaxe dudes. The, the, oh, the with the, berserk. Oh, the fucking uh, warmongers. The warmongers. We had yeah. one warmonger uh, berserk into his buddy and kill him. And we had like this whole narrative about Stan and Phil. <laughs> they had like they'd grown up together. They're like, let's make a pact, man. We're if never. You go, I go. We'll, we're, We'll become berserkers <laughs> together, but we'll never berserk into each other. Never. Why, Phil? Also, Why? Damn it, Jesse. Keep your goddamn solo with Blood Drinker <laughs> closer to your Oh, I'd kill no, kill oh, them. Yeah, I'd ah, kill okay. that dude. That's fair. That we'll was the whole... Them. There's that was the uh, whole reason why it happened. <laughs> warmongers are great at killing warmongers. Um, <laughs> oh my god! That's so a, it's like Doom Reavers. Doom Reavers are really good <laughs> yeah. at killing Doom Reavers. <laughs> so I think that kind of covers the gambit on that. Um, and uh, we've got a lot of other things that we wanted to discuss. You've yep. got so you're working on some new events coming up. Yep. Um, George, you've got some fun events coming up in the OGWC. Absolutely. And. Uh, let me say this about that. Just because I'm not organizing them doesn't mean they're not part of the club. The right, stuff right. that Jason is doing is part of the club. So we should Anybody probably address <laughs> the fact that George has been, despite the PG system going away, George <laughs> has been burning the candle at both ends for as long as the PG system has been around and as long as, I, well, as, long as I've been playing this game. Um, so 
there's nothing being taken away from George here. This is oh just, no no please. This is a hundred percent. Let's give George a break and <laughs> try to do some new stuff. I um though I at the la- the last time we had a council for the OGWC, yeah, I was voted czar for life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I still keep because the last time we gave away the presidency, stands. yeah, you ended up the president again in like yeah. like a minute. <sighs> No, it was it was like eight months, but um, they everybody else <laughs> seemed to find out exactly how hard it was to do, and then they're like, "I don't yeah. want this. I want to play games." Um, so we do have some questions. We do have oh, some questions. Awesome. Uh, Combos might di- uh, asked if we any of us are picking up Crucible Guard. I think the answer across the board is, is no. no. Yeah, no, um, I don't think they, so. So, for me personally, traditional style War Machine factions have never been my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've always more liked... Crix was really the only one I was interested in, and that was because I was in a death metal band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it's it's straight up... Uh, I have, I'm have i sitting on, well, uh, half of your army that has become half of my army. Uh, I've already got two limited factions, basically, <laughs> yeah. with the way that Mercs <laughs> runs and the way that, uh, well, and, and, and um, obviously Grimkin. And, and you've got Signar to rotate. I into. still have Signar sitting in a friggin' ridiculously messy pile. And circle. And half of that Signar is on wooden bases that you got that are totally not <laughs> legal <laughs> at all. Those are the straight lift wooden bases. The ones. Oh no, those are that's only for with, one set with of horses. Blue tack on them <laughs> and. So I have to yeah, spend some. T- I have to spend some time cleaning <laughs> that Derby up. On one of those? Oh yeah. my god! So <laughs> the much window m- melted or. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> the derpy horse that's like doing that. Have a, turn. I yeah. I still have a full circle. Yeah, <laughs> you like do. A full two, three shells full of circle that yep. I played for a year. And the reality is, so the long, long, the long answer, and short of that is, you got too much. I shit got too much crap, playing. and I probably should pick up Kane before I switch over to <laughs> <laughs> pick Kane back up and have some fun games with Kane. Well, again. just as the tiniest bit of news in this cast. Um, by the time people are listening to this cast, uh, uh, Gen Con will have started, yeah. so you'll be able to pick up Kane Zero on the PP store. Yep, so and, good. And, oh oh my god, I'm totally getting Sorcha <laughs> Zero if she's up. Uh, and if, as we suspect, the Supreme Guardian is there, I have a ninja who's going to get me one. Cool. I, I actually hope he does because I really want to play against that thing. It oh, looks insane. I want eventually two of them, but I think I'm yeah. only going to ninja one to start <laughs> oh with. Oh my god. Did they ever make a, an infernal ruling on the Thresher for that thing? Is it entire front arc or just left or right? Entire front arc. Okay. Nice. Uh, and and uh, the you can respawn and then vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just to give a shout out to Pseudobite, who has picked up the caster gra- uh, draft decks mm. and so Ooh, that nice. we'll be able to do that. Yep. Um, he says he's got two extra ones today. Yeah, so he has three personally. I have one and Aubin has one. So there's there are, there's are enough a lot out there. Yeah. Caster so draft so good. If so you have not played it, play it. So one of the things that was brought up when we were talking about doing this episode yeah. was the ineffectiveness of demo games, <laughs> which is so. funny to uh, it's hilarious to us. Hilarious to us. Yeah. And I the reason why it's hilarious is because all three of us play this game now because of demo because, because of, of a demo, demo game. Yeah. No, not well, not one hundred percent true for me. I play this game because Aubin came back to Aubin. True, yeah. But Aubin did a demo game with you. Uh, no. Oh, he just said, here's so, a 75-point no, no. so army. Go to it. Another buddy of mine <laughs> uh, who uh, knew Aubin in Carlton Place uh, way better than I did. Like, I, I knew Aubin, but only barely. He said, my buddy Aubin is coming back to town. He used to work for this place called Privateer Press that makes a miniatures game. Do you want to play the miniatures game with me? <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds cool. So we went out and each bought a battle box and played four or five games of the battle boxes in preparation for Aubin showing up <laughs> with hopefully knowledge and extra models. So you basically played the beer and pretzels basement version of the demo game. Oh, and I played it so wrong. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For yeah. so long. Yeah, which is hilarious. Um, but You're still working on correcting that. And yeah, I just taken years. And and you and I talked about this at the beginning of the show. We both yeah. started because of demo oh, games at George. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like my first game was a game day at the town hall in Elmont. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we talked about that game. And yeah. And that game was, uh, and I want—I remember because I walked up to you and said, "George, I'm 
I'll play this game, but I'm never going to play this game regularly. <laughs> you did say that. I'm like, that's okay. I have two armies. Here's yeah. some models. That's how he got me. He was like, oh, you, if you enjoyed it, why don't you come over to my house tomorrow? We'll play another game, and you can try the yeah, Convergence's so stuff. It's like the worst way to learn this game ever is to play Convergence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought, I'm like, when I went to a normal faction, I'm like, well, no, I just move all my focus. Yeah, I, get to put the focus I just get to put it everywhere. I get like a million of Which them, right? Which model is the one that gives everybody focus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jason, your first game was? Battlebox game. Battlebox game. 100% against uh, old Russ. Play? Uh, I played, my first Battlebox game was Legion. Oh, it was Legion? You had my Legion stuff? Yeah. Uh, you let me use your Legion stuff because I was like, hey, those look like cool looking dragon things. Uh, and you were like, yeah. yeah, that's Legion. They're bustingly stupid good because it was still Mark II. Yeah. Uh, you might, if you if you like the look of them, then there you go because there ain't nothing wrong with that faction. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I maintain there still is nothing wrong with that. So, so they are awesome. Word of the law is is that I I would say and I I would say we're not the exceptions. We're we're the rule. I think most people, I think in the it, when you are a highly competitive gamer and that's what you love and you see a game that has a highly competitive system, mm. that is the other reason you get into War Machine. Is you yes. say you're a highly competitive Magic player and you're like, oh dang. I'd love to play a miniatures game. So, and so you identify the one that's got the most tournaments in your area that is highly competitive and has a solid yeah. rule set. I would say there's a difference be- between, and I know this sounds weird, between um, learning a game and uh, and attracting someone to the game, mm-hmm. right? Like the uh, what I might call the onboarding process right. to generate a tournament-level player is a very different thing than, hey, do you think this game might be for you? Why don't we try out this to see yeah. if it's something you'd like? Yeah. Because that onboarding process, you know you like the game. You want to get as good as possible, as quickly as possible. I think Battle Box games are not the place to start because there's a lot of mechanics that you're missing. This sounds scarily like grooming. If you like are... Grooming, <laughs> like, you know, like the way that, like... Uh, like a cult grooms somebody, <laughs> well, or like a some, pimp grooms his hookers. Well, think, of, think about it this way: there are <laughs> some people that yeah. there are some people that are like, "Oh, I played this game like five years ago at Gen Con. I know I like the the game, right. but what I want to do is I want to be a tournament player." Yeah. So that is a very different thing yeah. than. And I, I think, wonder if this game is good. Yeah. I should try it out. What's the cheapest thing that I can buy to try it out and see if it's fun? Yeah. And that is where battle boxes shine. And and I think that the, and what we're talking about is trying to encourage not just the competitive community which yeah. uh, and there's nothing wrong with the competitive community. Oh, God, it just no. it can also be a bit it can sometimes I, become kind of incestuous and it can sometimes you know like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily grow the way you want it to grow and it sometimes stifles the 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 fun part. I and think there's room in War Machine for, for both. both. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. 100%. And um one thing about the competitive environment is it will burn people faster than the non-competitive yeah. environment. This is true. So for the competitive part of War Machine, it is much more important to get new people into the game yeah. than the non-competitive. The non-competitive, eh, who cares if I can't get a game for two weeks as long as people come back to it you know, and when the fall rolls around and then I can get more games in. That's fine. Yeah. If you're a tournament player, you're like, oh my God, where did everybody go? I need some games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about some uh, alternate fun formats that we can uh, to try to to try to loosen up. Uh, we we were riffing last night on a different style of clock play, maybe mm-hmm. so that because okay. of course the problem with having a fun game off clock is that it game that you have <laughs> that goes eight hours long, <laughs> the, the four so hour battle plan that you have to take a photo of it and come back to it the next day. And this is something I've been playing uh, uh, several new players um, in the last couple months. And while it is amazingly awesome to get new people into the game, it also requires a ton of patience. <laughs> yes. Because playing with new players, especially at 75-point lists, y- they don't want to play on clock. No. And no, they no. probably shouldn't uh, because they don't get to think. Um, but it can take hours. And you have to be prepared for that. Yep. Remember, yeah, yeah. this is a game where a highly pet competitive game yeah. that is 
two people running at peak efficiency yeah. can take two hours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Having a, a, a single new person in the mix yep. can mean that blows to four hours easily. Yes. So even even good players that uh, there yeah. are players who have played a lot when they play off clock can lose track of time. So oh, I was trying to come yeah. up. I was trying to come well. up. So I was thinking along the lines of that. You know, maybe try timed turns that are long. Like not right. a short time turn. Um, George came up with an idea of a, of using some of the chess clock variants where you add five minutes every turn that you're finished. Okay. So yeah, you still have you sixty. Get a free five minute turn, ah. and then you have that sixty minutes to sort of. Use I like up. that yeah. idea. Yeah, That's there's nice. that one. Basically, the idea being is that you still have a clock. There's a little you're bit still of pressure. Under a gun. Those are really yeah. different formats. Those are just all. Use it, but it is to yes. a degree though. It's a different. It's death clock is is a f- you know it is a it's sorry. It's a timing. You could say timing, but it's a convention that we live under to make the game work. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know. Format may be the wrong word, but it also is. Well, it's when the I standard think of format. By, when you, I think yes, of format, I think by of like English champions. It is still a format. Or uh, champions or steamroller. Or yeah. No. It, now, obviously. Those formats are tournament-based formats, but we also talked a bit about doing caster draft, which yep. not, you yep. don't necessarily have to do that as a tournament. You can just have no. a fun caster draft exactly. with your buddy. Yep. Um, maybe don't necessarily play a 75-point game every time you play a game. No. Throw down throw down some different point variants. Because yep. what that does is forces two players that have been playing the same game yep. play, to suddenly not have any net deck. Yeah, and caster yep. drafts are 50 points, right? Aren't they? Uh. Sure I would have to check off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure remember. they're 50 points. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I would definitely try playing some different point levels. Yes. Also, try playing some just different point levels. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, 66 points was oh, a weird. format for a, for a while, which is really weird. It's like a 50-point game, except you get some uh, solos. Yep. Um, also, uh, 35 points is a lot of fun. And also, and this always sounds really, really weird, uh, the No War Jack game. Oh. <laughs> you, you literally just... Ignore War Jack points completely. Literally throw the War Jack points out the window. You both have a caster, and whatever 75 points or 50 points will buy. Oh, man, Cricks would suck with a fucking Eric nodes. Yeah, well, uh, that, it's, it's a whole <laughs> new world for every faction. Kador, be. where'd your armor go? Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking. You know, something that we talk about all the time and never actually, do, or we used to talk about. Yeah. We don't even talk about it anymore. Right. Is doing the like massive point game, like the 150 point game, and just I will do right. that any day, all day. <laughs> yeah. And like <laughs> no clock. When. It's just like yeah, let's no spend clock. the next like, 16 <laughs> hours. <laughs> we'll order a couple of pizzas, and it'll be more like playing Dungeons and Dragons. We'll put for the, the entire day. Lord of the Rings trilogy on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because because this is just going to be. What a, do you guys do in Monday? That's going to be a crap <laughs> fest. Break off. I have Monday. the day off. I could probably. I have the day off too. Like that, literally. We could do like, like a double table, like a longer table. Oh and I have, you, like, got, you guys. I have a four by eight table in the back. Oh All right, I would All just right it's have done. To assemble it. okay. So none of us are working Monday. <laughs> none of us are. Wor- I'm not working Monday. Perfect. Wait, is Monday a holiday? Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> My wife is not going to let me do that all day. I can try. <laughs> but Find I out because, man, that would be, be amazing. Yeah, be all right. I'll, I'll dig out the four by eight. We'll have some fun. Um, so let's let's all, uh, but let it let, let us at least decide to try some different formats. And I think that yeah. might be the first one that we do because we yeah. talked about it. We never do it. Yeah, it would be amazing. Stupid terrain on the table. Yeah. Well, just all the terrain. On all the, the terrain. <laughs> Maybe a Fire couple of like castles. Like fucking castles. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we'll um, probably we'll kill it for have that. to kill it after this. But I, before we do that, I want to do a couple of shout-outs. Um, we talked a bit about out of the box already tonight, but um, we can't we can't log off without no. um, extolling the virtues of our of our home gaming store. Um, thank you very much to them for keeping the lights on here at the podcasting studio and caring uh, and caring about the community exactly because, absolutely yeah. As you can tell, he's excited to just let us yep. play. Yep. Which is friggin' awesome. Yep. And he has everything. He had all <laughs> he had three hollow holdens sitting. Yeah, I don't there. even think Dan does one to one. He does like two to one. Yeah. He does like two of everything. We had to talk him out of buying Monpock. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Oh, I heard about this Monpock thing. Should I should I get should I go all in? And we're like, uh n- No. No, Give maybe maybe by one. Yeah. Not in this area because no. we don't have the Monpock history. No. Some people Minty are, are going to be. He doesn't need to. He has it all. No, he'll still buy another one. Well, yeah, but it's in I'm, a new box. That's true. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, I would say if you have interest in Monpak, let Dan know so that he could order it. But he yeah. said he would order two the like the starter yeah, the, box, the starter, starter kits, kits yeah. so that and, and that gives you a good like, hey, Jason, let's be honest, you're about to buy a model on on the website. Oh. Uh, brew, the the brew, brew Cthulhu brew Grosh. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we all know that you're d- yeah. like if you if you do that <laughs> I know you if you Cthulhu. do that tell me I'll go in on a cane okay. and help you pay for the I shipping I think that sounds like a good idea okay <laughs> um so when I do that I want to thank Muse on Minis for making sure our podcast goes out to the rest of the world and not just the three people that are, well actually tonight it's like eight people yeah that listen to us regularly. Um, I want to thank the guys who are part of our community and active. I'm yeah. s- I should sorry to say the word guys, but I don't think we have any girl players right no, now. No, unfortunately, so. we don't. So bring in your wives. We need new players. We yep. need fre- we need fresh blood. And I'm and tired of staring. Bring in your kids. I'm tired of staring oh, yeah. at all these beards. Yeah, just it's beards all beards day long. Everywhere. Beards everywhere. Beards and butt cracks. That's uh, <laughs> and of course, thank you, you guys. Uh, thank you to the o- OGWC. If you are a player in the Ottawa area, even if you're outside of the Ottawa area, join the OGWC Facebook page. It's a great resource. Um, it puts you in touch with a lot of great players. Yep. And if you are a beer and pretzels player and you're interested in getting in some fun games, please do not be intimidated. Join the OGWC page. Tell yep. us that you're looking for fun games. There is a thriving community of people that are all feeling the same way you are. Absolutely. Um, as so. evidenced by yeah. today. Yeah. Um, so we all love to get some beer and pretzels games in with you guys. We just would love to play with some new folks. Absolutely. Yep. So that's it for us from for tonight. Thank you to my two co-hostesses with the most assistances. And that's it. George, hit that button. Dice down. Moose Machine and This Death Clock Has 60 Minutes is a proud part of the Muse on Minis Network. Podcasts go online every Thursday morning. You can watch the show live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch and keep in touch with us on our Facebook page. Just Google Moose Machine. If you can't find us, you're doing the internet wrong. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. (laughs) That's not my knee. <laughs> <laughs>